What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Miles Horror Podcast, the Queen Mary Sliders Takeover Month. It has been a, a fun journey to record these podcasts, and I got two more very talented people on the show today. We got Freak, we got Rampage. How you guys doing today, man? Pretty good. Good, yeah. Good. Under under the circumstances, it's you know it's the best we can be right now, right? <laughs> True. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um. So obviously, Queen Mary first year I ever went twenty nineteen. Um, unforgettable experience for me, dude. I had such a fun time. Uh, fucking different from the other events. I can say that very much. And that's in a good way because I think you guys just, like I always keep saying, you have the freedom to, to do a lot more than the other haunts, which I love. Um, with that being said, uh, I want to know what, when was the first time you guys knew you wanted to do this, man? Like at what age, what, what, what was, what was it that, that awoken the beast inside? Well, for me, like, I've always done kind of, like, things like this. Um, my dad and I would go over to our grandmother because our grandmother's house was, like, I think two miles from our house. And she had long passed away, so it was still in the family. Right. And we just up kept it, basically. And we'd hand out candy on Halloween. And I remember I was in, like, I think seventh grade, um, and this guy, I distinctly remember this group of like pre, like probably a little older than me, like eighth, ninth grade uh, girls coming up and they had their dad with them and they went up to the door and they were like all sketched out because I was like lined up against a tree and like completely covered, like couldn't see any skin, nothing, just cheap Halloween mask, you know, vague, you know, generic zombie looking. Right. And they walked up and they were kind of like keeping their distance and their dad walks out there. He's like, Oh, why, why are you scared? Like he kicks, kicks my foot and I don't react. He's like, it's just, it's just a dummy or whatever. And so they're all like, okay. And they get close as they're walking back, they slow down and are just kind of looking at me as they're going by. And I just sit up like undertaker style (laughs) and they jumped and ran. And I was like, (laughs) like I held on to that feeling and the way I actually like, or the, around the time where I finally was like, okay, I'm going to start doing this Right. was 2008. I almost did it in 2007, but uh, my friend ran a nonprofit home haunt right. um, where he donated all the stuff to all the, uh, the donations that he got to um, make a wish. Cause he, he had had cancer as a teenager. Right. So he like did it as a, you know, obviously to, get his foot in the door for the industry and for, you know, that any sort of theatrical industry, mm-hmm. but also to give back. And he had needed help a few years and just, it never worked out. And I was like, all right, no, I'm going to, I'm going to push to do it now. <laughs> Cause I had gone, that was the first year, 2007, 2007 was the first year I ever went to Knott's right. to Halloween haunt. Um, and I was like, no, I got to do this like one way or the other. Right. Knott's, man. That's where I hear a lot of people, that's where they get their first experience. I mean, that, if you look back at the history of Knott's, that's where the OGs came from right there, man. Oh. So that's where it all began. Freak, what about you? When did you know you wanted to do this, man? Well, when I was younger, I was always a performer. Like, I would do, like, uh, little dance shows for graduations when I was in, like, kindergarten and, you know, first grade. And uh, at around middle school, they had a little Halloween celebration at my, at my school. Right. And they had free volunteers to, you know, be monsters in the maze. And 
that was my first taste of scaring the shit out of people, and I loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, fast forward a couple of years, around 2015, 2014, one of those, I went to the Queen Mary, and I saw a show, and I was like, oh my God, people get paid to scare the shit out of people. Where do I sign up, you know? <laughs> and uh, fast forward, I kind of forgot about it. Then I started looking at videos of, uh, who was that? forgot the guy's name but it's a famous um slider from knots okay. um and i was looking at him you know use his equipment and stuff and i started making my own um i hit up mooch and he said that they were having boot camps and i signed up and you know the rest is history it's all history from there hell yeah um so when you guys initially came into dark harbor did you guys go straight on the streets or were you guys in mazes first i was in mazes um the way i actually went into dark harbor was I, my friend that I had worked the home haunt for, right. um, in 2009, he went to work for Sinister Point right. at their original location in Brea. And he was like, oh yeah, like just come down and you know, you're, you're, you're in. So I, I, I started at streets there right, and then went into a maze there. And then at the end of that year, they were talking about, oh, what's going to happen next year. They were, we were talking on the off season. They're like, oh, we're going to the Queen Mary. I'm like. Okay, they're like, here's when the auditions are. Uh, you know, do with do do with it what you want. Um, at the same time, my friend, uh, he used to be on streets on a uh, at on Ghost Town nice. at Knotts, was like, hey, come come, you know, you gotta come to us, you gotta come to us. I want to scare with you, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, maybe I don't know. Like, I'm I was really nervous because I didn't I I was in drama in high school, but I was stagecraft. I was always behind the scenes. Right. I was. As it's funny because obviously I'm huge into wrestling, but I was never comfortable being like in the spotlight right. growing up. Uh, I was a very shy kid, so I was like, I don't know. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to follow our friends, go work with our friends, you know, at the Queen Mary. We didn't know anybody who lived in Long Beach at the time. Um, and we went in and I was like, I don't know. I, I felt like I did horrible. <laughs> Like, I just, I felt so awkward and they were like, oh yeah, you got main cast. Like, I, you know, I got the email like, a, you know, week later or whatever it was, you know, you've been selected for main cast. You're in a maze. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, it was a brand new event. It was literally, you know, the first year of Dark Harbor. Oh, nice. So I was like, I had no idea. We just knew our friends were involved. Like, <laughs> didn't, barely knew what sliding was. Like, sliding wasn't even a, really a thought yet at that point right. like we had sliders at, at sinister point but it was like not even a f forefront of my mind i'm like all right cool <laughs> and then i was i was in maze eight years seven years i think eight so years you've something been, like you've been at dark harbor all 10 years yep wow so you've been there wow. from the start and you've seen icons and everything grow from that event huh oh dude it's so crazy how different it is like for people who have never been there up until I'd say probably 2013 or 2014 right before that was so different just from a guest. Cause I've been as a guest too, only once right. I've been as a guest, but I've been as a guest. So I've seen it from backstage and from the other side. And it's so different from the first year. It's, wow. It's crazy different. Yeah. Cause uh, 2019, they just hit their 10th year, which is a, a huge milestone for them. 
so they finally made it into double digits, and that was the first year I ever attended to the event. Uh, I, I just went up and I, I applied for media, and I was like, you know what? I had never had any luck with media in the past, so I'll probably get denied, but I still want to go to this event. Either way, if I get denied or not, I, I'm going to the event. Uh, and they came back to me like, yeah, just, you know, who, who do you want to take? And I was like, wait, you guys actually accepted me? I was like... <laughs> What? And so uh, they hooked it up with some free VIP badges and a couple free drinks, and nice. I had a fucking fun time. I really did. It, so much so that I actually bought a ticket to go back again because I really wanted to see it again. Um, nice. And I, I, I fucking loved it. Um, what about you, Freak? What was the first thing that you did when you got there? Did you go straight to streets, or were you in a maze? Yeah, party? I was dumped straight into the slaughterhouse immediately <laughs> on the streets, and that was so scary. When I, I remember when I show. What's, up? What's up? You went straight into show, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was in a show and on streets, and man, that first night behind the gate, it felt like a dream. Like, I actually kind of zoned out, like, out of, like, legit, like, fear and shock that uh, Famous had to smack me in the chest and tell me to get my head in the game. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then I just went out and rocked it as best as I can. Blew myself up early because I was way too excited, but, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we we all blow up that, that like, first 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like, even, even, even I do – I, I mean, I did, I did that a couple of times. Just I got so hyped, like <laughs> it happens. I think that's uh, that's been me lately working out. I just I get so into it in the beginning, and then I just like ten minutes, and I'm like, fuck, it's only been ten minutes. I feel like I've been doing this thing for an hour. Man, um, I'm telling you, <laughs> I like. I think I go too hard in the beginning. That by the time it's like 10, 30, 10, 15 minutes in, I'm like, this feels like it's been going on for like an hour. Um, yeah, but it be like that sometimes, man. When the music hit, you just gotta kill it, you know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. I, I just when I'm in the weight room. I just fucking because I luckily for me right now I'm um, I work at a school that I work at a high, my old high school. So the weight room is like I have the keys to it. So I'm, by, I'm there by myself. I just throw on the music and I just go. Um, still kind of getting used to everything. Not used to working out too much, but uh, I'm getting there slowly but surely. Um, yeah. We, yeah. Um. If you ever need any like advice or anything, feel free to DM me, brother. Sounds good. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I'm trying to. Sure. I'm trying to get in. I'm new to this world, so I'm trying to just take it easy in the beginning but yeah i, I definitely will uh because you know who else has been giving me a lot of advice lately is a uh, fucking joker um, uh, he's been he saw me do something wrong today and he's like you're doing it wrong and i'm like well you know at least i'm putting in the effort so um but i was like yeah i appreciate it man he's like i was like what do i need to do to do right he's like uh, do this this and this i'm like all right cool i know that for next time um but music i i think that's a big part of a lot of people's lives um and it's i certainly is a big part of my life what is something whether it be music or whatever what is something that you guys do to get hyped every night is you sit in silence read a book (laughs) talk to people for me i like i've always kind of like unless i'm in a bad mood i don't i don't really like do like i I listen music on the way to the queen or to wherever you know but i i don't usually listen to music when i'm there too much but like i just like i treat it like it's a wrestling match nice. like i treat it like like it's a work so i'm like just in like it's funny because people laugh at it like i'll be all padded up or like at least like you know with the bottom half of my costume on and sometimes when i make up sometimes not and i'll just be like like doing my thing like getting all taped up and everything and people are like, what the 
and I'm like, yeah, like you do your thing, I'm doing mine. And like, then Motorhead's time to play the game plays, and then you know oh, it's game yeah. over. <laughs> no, it's what's funny is one time because we got the DJ that you know plays tunes before the captain's thing, and then after the gates open, right? And there was one I talk about getting blown up early. <laughs> um, it was it was a uh, psychosocial. Oh, he played psychosocial. Nice. And like, I was with who was I near? I was with Killis, I think, and. Like we just looked at each other and I had my, my hammer. Cause when I open the gates, I can't have my gorilla gloves on or anything. Like I need to be able to actually grab the gate and right. tie it up. So I like had my, I have my hammer so I can still scare for the first few minutes before I can drop it off mm. and be ready, you know, right. to slide and do this neck, you know, the shows and everything. And that, that site, as soon as I heard the first, Beats for psychosocial. Killis and I just looked at each other and we're just like, yeah. I went and dropped my hammer off either backstage. I literally ran and just threw it down, ran back out and just was like, we went ham. We went all the way up the hill, through the crowd, up into the front gate. And I like got up there and I was just like hitting like quick, quick scares. Boom, boom, boom. And I like, the song ends and I'm just like, oh shit, I'm dizzy. I'm oh. dizzy. <laughs> you <laughs> like, went to a can't. whole different place there, buddy. I was like, I was like, oh god, I, I need to, I need, I need to collect myself in character and just kind of get out of the way for a second. That's yeah, like, that's like that. That's what I tell everybody when, uh, like, I listen to Slayer a lot, and I'm like, I don't know, like, a lot of people who like look at me like, what are you listening to? I'm like. I'm like I'll put on Raining Blood most of the time because that song always gets me fucking hyped. Hell yeah! And I always tell people I'm like, you guys don't know this, and you've never been to a Slayer show, but when this song drops, every fucking fan is on their feet and they go nuts when this song drops. So oh, when, yeah. you, when you see me go nuts when this song drops, just know I'm just paying homage and honoring all those fans who go nuts at this damn show. Yeah. Um, because I I played it today. It was raining, and right I was like, it's perfect to play it today. It's raining. Raining blood. I'm gonna go out in the fucking rain and just fucking headbang crazy. And my buddy yep. looked at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm like, "It's raining blood and it's raining. How often do I get this opportunity?" Yeah, you know. Um, but no, I think I think music is a big high. What about you, freak? What do you, what do you do to get pumped? Oof, well, um, I used to play rugby, right? Right. And uh, when I would get on the field. I would hit my chest and bang, you know, bang my chest, stick my tongue out, go crazy to hype myself up because right. my team didn't have their own little, you know, pre-game uh, ritual. And I pretty much took that to the queen. So um, before I go out to the gate, I would hit my chest, stick my tongue out, get myself amped up. Um, and when I can, I'd put on some music, you know, before I put on makeup or something like that. Um, put on Amon Marth. It's my, like my favorite. I love Amon Marth. Nice. Um, but yeah. And I have like this thing where I can just turn it on and off. Once I hype myself up, I can like control it. It's weird because yeah. there's moments where I get hyped and then somebody calls me to fix something. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and when those moments have, you know, I calm down a bit. And then right when I'm behind, before the gates open, I'm right back there. You know, I always told myself, especially uh, obviously this beginning, this beginning of this year, I remember or the end of last year, I forget when he died, Luke Harper, um, when he passed away. And, yeah. Yeah. That, that was like really sad. 
And uh, I always told myself, in honor to him, if I were to ever scare act, I'd always do the, hey, yeah, 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 and get all freaking hyped yeah. and stuff. Because I, every time I watch that guy wrestle, that's the only thing I, I like. That one thing that I, I really liked that he did was like getting people's minds with that. And yeah, um, but I really did love what they did with him on AEW um, as his character oh, with the whole so- Dark Order and everything. Um, which is rest in peace to him, man. Good, uh, good. Yep. Life. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, sad. It was very sad. Uh, and unexpected too, man. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know what? It, that community, when they when he passed away, they just came out, and you just saw the real man he was behind the curtain, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, speaking of behind the curtain, man, I've heard some, some pretty trippy stories with that boat. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, if it's history, it, it's old World War II vote boat that brought in a lot of soldiers uh my great-grandfather being one of them so i love that boat to death every time i go to it um but i've heard a lot of interesting ghost stories uh rampage i know you've been there for 10 years so i know you have to have a lot freak i know you probably have a couple too man let's hear some ghost story let's one ghost story that stands out to you guys if you guys seen anything or heard anything the the craziest one because i've seen i've i've had a few that i like I've been doing like ghost, uh, ghost hunting, whatever you want to call it for over, you know, ever since I was like right out of high school. Right. Like my brother and I and our friends used to go out to like uh, Silverado Canyon and like places like that with like, there was an old abandoned farm up there. We used to go out with video cameras, all sorts of stuff. And like, I've always loved the Queen Mary ever since I was a kid. Right. Um, so, you know, we did tours, saw a couple little things here and there, but, you know, I'm used to, my first thought is, can I explain it? Right. So hmm. I've seen a lot of stuff that I tried to figure out how it could happen, but there was no explaining it. Now, most of those things just happened. It was just me. Right. So I didn't have anybody else that could back it up. The one that I had people there for, that was the absolute craziest most unexplainable thing was when we were we were in the boiler room because it was like an hour and a half we we got there always got there super early my brother and i right so we were there it was like an hour and a half before we opened we had already gotten all our costumes on or at least partially on um we weren't in makeup or anything yet they hadn't even set up makeup so we're like all right it was like us and five of our friends that were like, let's go check out the boiler room and the pool because we were in hellfire. It was hellfire at the time where B340 is right. now. Um, and it has that bridge that goes straight across the boiler room. So we were in the bottom of the boiler room. We took the elevator down, which was sketchy already. <laughs> <laughs> we get down there. We're kind of just looking around. There's a big platform where they take the tours out and we're just kind of looking at all the crazy, you know, metal stuff. And we hear walking on the bridge and like somebody's messing with us, like, come on. And, but there was a tech guy. They had uh, these two things on two of the support beams that were spark throwers. Right. So this one dude's just working on one of them. We're like, Hey, you know, is anybody here with you? Like, is anybody else working on the maze? He's like, no, I'm here by my, by myself. Like, okay, it's kind of weird so we're like walking around we keep hearing this thump up there we're like hey chris go go run up there and 
see if anybody's messing with us. So he goes, all right, he disappears. He's gone for a few minutes. We're still just kind of walking. We still hear this like the whole time. I mean, we're talking like 10 minutes, just boom, 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 up and down the bridge. And we finally hear someone come to the end. We're like, Chris, is that you? He's like, yeah. We're like, anybody up there? He's like, no, nobody's up here. All right. So we're still walking around. There's another like five minutes. And every so often we hear walking. We're like, Chris, stop messing with us. We're like, all right, we're, we're getting bored. Let's go up to the pool room. So we, to get to the quickest way to get to the pool room from where we were right. is going through the maze. So we pass the end of that bridge exactly where he had popped his head in to say that nobody was there. Right. So my room was right at the top of the stairs there. And that whole section all the way to the bridge <laughs> is all that super solid concrete like just straight up like it doesn't shake like you can't you know if you walk carefully it's quiet right so i'm like all right we're we're gonna be going through my spot i know how this is i know how all the acoustics are if we move slow we'll be able to hear or see if somebody's messing with us right so we wind through that last little section i'm the person at the front of everybody and i stop and i'm looking straight down the bridge and i'm hearing the footsteps come all the way to like two feet away from me Fuck. and there's one light and it's right at the end of the bridge and i'm he hearing where it's going which is right under that light and it's just boom boom like heavy boots and that was where they had the bridge effect so it was like echoing even more because of that because it was like a oh, that spring load effect. effect that dropped like that that gives me a heart that gave me a heart attack <laughs> Well, but yeah oh dude i hated that dude we're even working there like i always had to be careful where the pressure pad was to, to, to just kind of go off the story a little bit real quick <laughs> i the first year i went to dark harbor in 2019 like we walked across that bridge and I, i'm already scared of heights as it is and that's a fucking pretty highway up and oh, then yeah. like we were walking and my friends are in front of me and they're all walking fucking so i'm like hurry the hell up i don't like being <laughs> on this bridge then it fucking drops and i flip my shit I fucking push them to the side and run to the thing, and they all start laughing. Like, what happened? I'm like, that bridge started fucking collapsing. I'm not doing that. I'm not dying on this <laughs> ship. <laughs> but, that, yeah, I know exactly what bridge you're talking about. I had the same reaction the first time I actually, like, experienced it drop. Right. I was like, nope, nope, I can't do this. Yep. But, yeah, like, so I'm, like, it was, but the thing was, like, when, when this happened, none of the effects were on, like, none of the right. power for the like animatronics and everything was on right like so it was just static and so it's got a space like that big right and i'm hearing it boom and i'm just like like i stop and i'm just like i'm not i'm not even scared like something like that doesn't scare me but i'm just like staring at it, i'm just like my brain froze like i was like how can i explain this like <laughs> i'm hearing it seeing it and i'm like there's nothing there. Like, I can't, like, say, like, oh, it's the ship, like, you know, settling or something. Like, I'm like, how do, and before I could even say anything, our friend Damage just takes off running straight, not, he, he took off running straight down the bridge. Right. And I'm just like, all right, cool, let's go. And we kept going. So the way the maze goes is there's a, like, 10 foot space where all the the cables and pneumatic 
stuff goes into it's like just a little storage room right and the maze loops around when you go across the bridge it goes down a corridor and then meets on the other side of that because my brother's room at that time was right on the other side of that so we open the door go through he's coming back up the stairs and just has this like what the fuck face on and it's just like there's nobody else he ran through half of the maze there was nobody and i'm just like okay all right you're like that just happened <laughs> like that just I'm, I'm like mark that one off on the uh checklist there you go man yeah freak what about you man i mean you man, have to see something i'm boring i haven't experienced anything yet <laughs> nothing yet huh got, yeah i'm and i'm actually kind of disappointed because like i love scary stuff i love horror stuff you right. know all, like ghost goblins all that stuff so yeah, I spent a couple nights on the ship and I didn't experience anything, but you know, I still have a couple years in me, so hopefully I see something. Maybe the maybe they're scared you're gonna hit them with an RKO or something. Exactly, <laughs> hit it with a spear. The diamond cutter or whatever, you know, it's just they're gonna hit his ass with a stone cold stunner and he's they're done. <laughs> uh, we're making a bunch of wrestling references. The viewers are just like, What what the hell are they what? A stone cold stun what is that? <laughs> Like, what is blowing up? What? <laughs> got that show on USA, right? <laughs> uh, I got a couple fan questions here. Uh, first one comes from uh, our boy Bronx, and he asked, uh, uh, what makes you guys want to come back year after year to the event? Oh, man. I just love performing. Like, I, you know, I – it was never a thing for me to want to be a slider originally. Right. And like people always look at me weird, like because so many people that are sliders, both I mean, not just for us, but like at knots and right. you know, smaller events, they wanted they saw the sliders and like, oh my god, I want to be that, which is cool. That's just not like I was just like, all right, cool, like put me wherever you, you I just want to hear, like, I just want to scare people. <laughs> yeah. Like I, you know, to me it's like it it's the same as like wrestling, like it's just it's a performance and being now that I'm on streets, it's like I feel like I can perform even farther than I already did. Right. It took me a long time to be comfortable talking because I was always just like the big scary guy. I would just intimidate people and death stare them, and people did not like that. That was all fun and all, all well and good, you know. It was all it, that was fun, but as soon as I started talking in the maze, and then I was able to fortunate enough to be able to come out on streets originally i wasn't directly in the show then you know got moved into show and then in 2019 was officially part of the show right it was like it it, it really was it was like constantly cutting a promo like it was like the action of being able to scare people and get paid to scare people yeah but at the same time i'm like I want to make sure those people, I, my mentality has always been, I want to make sure people have a good time. Mm -hmm. The people who get scared, sometimes, you know, you, you, you know, they're little kids. I want to make sure that if they're acting up, they get extra scared. So they remember that's fun, but they also know not to. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen yeah. those kids. But, you know, those same kids, like half of them are going to come back because they thought it was fun, you know? Yeah. Like, it's all about the show to me. Like, as long as the show is entertaining people, as long as people are being entertained, 
I'm happy. As soon as I feel like I'm not contributing to that anymore, that's when I'm not going to be down to come back. I've come close. Like I had a couple of times where I burned out. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, that, that a mix of everything for me anyways. <laughs> what about you freak? What makes you want to come back year after year? Well, considering that 2019 was my first year. Right. And, you know, I didn't get to come back this year, you know, for obvious reasons. I'm really, I feel unfulfilled, if that makes sense. I still want to perform, you know, give people a show. Right. You know, I feel like it's too early for me to feel burnt out. And, um, yeah, I just like being, you know, acting off the cuff, and, you know, getting that live reaction immediately from people. Right. If that makes sense. Like, even that even stems back to when I was doing theater. Like, just being able to do things and perform for people and getting, like, it's surreal almost to get that re- immediate reaction. Right. Which is the same in wrestling. Like, once, I don't want to, you know, put too many wrestling references, but like, <laughs> say, like, yeah, like the, the um, face gets a comeback, you can feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can feel it from the crowd. You can feel, you can tell the wrestlers feel it. And it's kind of like that when you're scaring. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can, yeah, it's just like a, like a third eye or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, I was just, Go ahead. Uh, it, it's like when you're standing there, so like not even at opening gates, but like when you're standing there just after opening gates and there's still a lot of people coming in and you're just in the middle of that crowd and you're watching and like you see someone just without even doing anything, you just see someone react. It's just like that little thing where they, you know, you know that they're going to be someone that's going to get scared. Right. Absolutely. The, my the best ones are where they're obviously like they're laughing they have the the like laughter reaction to getting scared and you just it's like you get that feeling you can see all the different people that are going to react and then you go for one and it's just that yeah like you said that immediate like reaction that that pop of you know a scream or a jump or a like like oh shit or whatever you know like that that feeling, that electric feeling. I'm Man, the, uh, and yeah, I'm the oh shit like, guy. <laughs> even, um, even if it's not immediately scaring, well, in my case, like sometimes I'm funny, right? And like just getting that laughter out of people, when you know that 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 pop, that you know, you know, you're sending somebody home with a memory that they're not going to forget. I uh, I I know exactly how that feels when I like much like uh, from what I'm hearing tonight. I, I was in drama in high school. And uh, I started off in the sound department, and then eventually I was like, we had a show called Made Up Stuff. It was an improv comedy show. Played played a bunch of improv games, you know, right off the spot. Uh, a lot of people, like, thought I was funny, and they're like, you should try out for it. See if you're good at it. I'm like, yeah, let's we'll, we'll see what it's like. And I tried out for it, and I turned out really loving it. And just coming up with stuff on the spot, it's, it's always just a fun challenge for you. Like, all right, how am I going to make someone laugh this way? And... My, the the game I always used to love playing was a game called Forward and Reverse, where you know you go, they tell you forward, and then you go reverse, and it's like you know it, it's a really it's more of an action, not dialogue game. Like you could talk, but just remember when you go reverse, you're gonna have to remember all that dialogue. Uh, yeah. And I, and I was known for always putting my body on the line. I always like okay, what can get the best laugh ever? Oh, let me hurt myself, and then when he hits reverse, like I'm gonna regret that immediately, but it's gonna get a good laugh. Um, yep. I remember playing a game called uh, Sit, Lean, Stand, where one person had to do at least one thing and you had to act out a scene. Uh, and I remember sitting the, – the best laugh that actually ended up winning me the, the rubber chicken that night was um, 
I went to sit on a chair, and, and I was famous for this during school, so people knew I did this. I didn't do it on purpose. I would just do it because I'm a big dude, and the chairs wouldn't be able to sometimes hold me. The legs would be weak. I would break a leg of a chair, and it would just bend, and I'd fall on the chair. And ironically, that night, one of the fucking chairs that I sat on was like that. Um, so it came to a point where, like, I started with the sit, and I noticed that the leg was like that. And I didn't say anything because I was like, maybe I can get this chair to break and I'll get a fucking, I'll get a loud ass laugh from everyone. Yeah. Towards the end of the game, I finally like, I was like, I got, I got to break this thing now. Sat down hard and I fucking broke the chair and everyone was dying. I, I actually kept that chair for like a couple of years after I graduated high school. It was like a, like a little trophy. But moral <laughs> story, I, I get that. I, I understand what it's like to get that pop. It, 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 it's just, it's a great feeling. You want to make people, you know, scared. You want to make people laugh. You know, you want to just get some kind of reaction out of them. Um, yeah. And I, I, I see that as a guest. As a guest, uh, I go to these events and just watching everyone work. Um, there were nights at Knott's where I would just sit around and watch everybody work. And just to see guest reactions sometimes them even like this this characters making the guests do things was the funniest mm -hmm. nights ever um i saw some funny stuff at knots uh that just i will never forget uh at queen mary dark harbor when i went for the media night i was uh thankful for the opportunity to go on the vip lounge uh just got a, grabbed a jack and coke and i was like i'm gonna go check on the vip lounge see what that's like Beautiful view of the street right there, of uh, the main entrance. And I got to see a lot of you guys fucking do your thing. And it was one of the best – it was one of the, be big, uh, the best highlights of my night. Just to sat, stand out there and watch you guys work, that's one of my favorite things to do is just to see the talent come in and out and fucking kill the game. I, I love well, I that. Well, I love the – I love going – even as a talent, going up in the, the VIP lounge. Right. Like the first, it was like the first, one of the first days that I was on streets. Um, Cause Sparrow used to go up there all the time. Right. Uh, in 2017, I was, was my first year on the slider team. I was a maze slider. And at the very end of the run, I think it was the second or third to last night. Right. Um, they needed me outside. They, uh, it was creep had broken his hand. Oh. And so he wasn't able to slide that at first. Um, before he got okayed and figured it out with a uh, David Wally. Um, but so I was outside for a night and Sparrow was like, Hey, you want to go up to RIP lounge? I'm like, okay. And we went up there and like, you were not allowed to scare in the bars because for many reasons. Right. So, you know, you're just interacting with people. And that was before I was comfortable, like interacting as a clown. Right. But it was like after you know, when I actually made it outside the first week, I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm, let's go up to the RIP lounge." Sparrow and I went up there, and it was just like interacting with people and talking to people. Sparrow would get the bartenders extra tips just from <laughs> razzing people, like, "Oh, you're gonna be a cheap date. Like, you're not gonna tip the bartender." <laughs> it, was, it was so good. It was so much fun to just like. Like people don't don't understand how much that adds to the experience right. for, like just not even you don't ha always have to be scary. Yeah, like it's having that character that matters. I absolutely love interaction. Um, it's one of the things that I hope for every time I go to a haunt 
the very first time I really got to kind of be involved in like a storyline was when I went to uh, LA Haunted Hayride for the first year in 2019. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they did that. And then I, uh, they, they really immerse you into that story. And then when I went to Dark Harbor, uh, I felt that too. When you, when, you know, talk to the captain and he like tells you stories or just, just jokes around with you. Uh, yeah. Brad, by the way, great guy. Uh, I love that oh, guy so uh, much. He, yeah. he, he was uh, like, when we were doing, when we had him on the podcast last summer and we, we asked him to do a promo for our show as the captain, like, he fucking did it, and I was like losing my shit. I was like, "The captain is promoting the show that I'm doing. That's fucking <laughs> That's awesome." awesome. He's um, such a he's such a nice guy. Yeah. Too. And I I was getting a I don't know about you guys, but I was dying during the Dark Harbor Quarantine Edition. Oh, <laughs> that was great. I was watching that every time he put it out. I was like, "Oh yes." And then so he bring guests the in, and on. it was awesome, dude. It like. It made you miss Dark Harbor so much. Like I, I, I loved it so much. I can only imagine what you guys were feeling like. Well, it was it was so weird. Like I got I was lucky because I got to do um, the the Tunnel of Terror, the um, car went, wash. I went one night, and that thing was beautiful too. <laughs> Dude, that was that that experience was such a trip. Were you there all season or just a couple nights? I was there most of it. I missed. I think I missed. I missed media night and I missed like two other nights. I, I only missed a couple of nights. I, out of the I whole may run. or may not have seen you. <laughs> yeah. I, I like everybody. I I like saw some people and some people were there on nights that I, the couple of nights I wasn't there. I'm like, I don't know who I saw. Cause like, it's so different than dark Harbor where like, you know, we're running around on the streets and even though I may miss somebody at first, they'll, you know, come to the show or something. I'll be like, Oh, Hey, <laughs> Like when when everybody's in cars, like um, a couple of my friends went through and got pictures of me, right. and I had no idea they were there until later. And I was like, "Oh, you, you got a what?" <laughs> like, uh, who, so who did you play? I did. I did get to scare, but it was it was definitely, especially having been there since the first year, definitely a bummer not to uh, be at the Queen. Were you, you in know. the, uh, for the car wash, were you in the pre-line or were you in the actual car wash? I was in the pre-line. I was, I was wandering around. Okay. I, they wanted all of us to go inside at times, but I also, uh, about, what was it about halfway through the month picked up a chainsaw specifically for like things like that where, cause I know I'm not going to probably ever be able to use that dark Harbor. If, right. You know, back at the queen especially if it's back at the queen um but i picked up because just for small events like that and my i have a you know friend who runs a home on does like if events hired events uh mini mazes for like like we did one for the lead singer of goldfinger bro no way which was a trip because i've i like i know who goldfinger is but i never listened to him so like doing that i was like it was it was a trip i like met travis bartley it was it was a that's a whole nother story (laughs) but like i got it halfway through and i was like i'm not going in that tunnel anymore like i'd pass through like here and there but i was always like yeah were you the only guy with a chainsaw there (laughs) no there were two of us uh a couple of the nights i was just he he wasn't there for whatever reason um but it was there were two of us one of the guys threw a chain like 
got a chainsaw in my window and it like was like almost at my face. I was like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> Dude, we, it was, that was a God. wild experience. That, that's something. Yeah. I, you know what? You don't think, especially when quarantine, they got really creative this year. And I, yeah. I when I first saw that concept, I was like a car wash haunt. Like, how does this even work? Like what? You're going to get your car. I don't know. It was just, yeah. it was weird. Um, I was I was very skeptical at first. <laughs> I was very skeptical. I was like, uh, I don't know how this is gonna work. Like, I I ended up not. I, for a while, I was wearing my slider gear because there were a couple of us that were sliders. Um, right. I forget. Um, Screech from uh, Decade okay. and uh, from Knots. Right. He was he was there. And he was, he did a few slides here and there. There were a couple of people who slid. I, I think I hit one slide and I was like, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm not really like, my way of sliding is usually more of a drive-by style. Just that's how I feel comfortable. Sometimes I'll go straight at people, but I'm like, I'm not really comfortable going straight at cars. Like, right. I'm like, I just ended up leaving my pads in the, in the car after a certain point. I'm like, I'll just. Got the rest of knees for a year. Yeah. There you go. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, <laughs> that's a good segue right there with sliding, because uh, I want to know, um, what are some scare techniques you guys use, like using out there, get the the best scares, man. Obviously, you mentioned the drive by slide, but both of you, what, what's something that you guys really like doing that that always gets that good scare, man? Well, I I do a lot of like, I don't know how to describe. It. I guess Michael Myers, like I'll pick someone that's reacting from like way off right and just milk it until i can hit a quick one and just boom either hit a slider or, or whatnot that's that's the like one that i do a lot sometimes i don't even try like purposely do it, it just works out right um i think the one i do the most is i i don't know how to describe it like fully properly but it's like a fake shoulder check okay where i'm like i'm i don't even look at people like like directly i I scan out of this corner of my eye to see who's either not paying attention fully or who's reacting to me but they don't think i'm looking at them right i'll be cutting through a crowd doing that and i'll wait for this i'll space it out so i have time and i'll just pop in front of them and because i'm so big it's a lot more of a shock when it when it happens so it's like boom and then i'm gone right that's a good one what about you freak what do you what are some of the things you like using out there well i actually took the michael myers type thing from you uh rampage um there was one moment where i realized yeah i'm actually kind of a big scary guy i was um standing <laughs> at the exit near what is that intrepid i believe like I'm and i was just pacing what's up like up toward the front, like in the bricks. Yeah, with the brick floor. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a. Uh... Is that intrepid? No, not intrepid. Um... Was it uh, rogue? No way. Yeah, was it intrepid? Intrepid was like kind of near the entrance. I know that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was intrepid. Yeah. yeah. And I was, you know, pacing, trying to hide myself up, but I was already out. And I remember there was a guy. Who came past? He looked like he killed somebody before. Long white t-shirt, head oh, tattoos, all that kind of thing. <laughs> and I'm pacing. I'm like, oh, this guy's creepy. But I'm standing, character pacing, puffing my chest out. And he walked past me, and he goes, 
that's a bad motherfucker right there. <laughs> <And> it, took, <laughs> it took everything in me not to laugh. But at that moment, I was like, no, I can do this intimidation thing. So yeah, yeah, like you said, I would I would spot somebody from a mile away and just I would feel it that they were that they were scared and I would milk it just like you said. But also on the same token, because I didn't have a prop back then, right? Um, I had to get creative. So I would literally, I don't recommend this to anybody that's listening, but I would throw corn kicks. I would literally throw oh my, my God. foot in people's faces and slap my knee. I love that. And I love that so much. That's I do that. I do that on a daily basis with no pads, and people always go, "Doesn't that hurt?" I'm like, "No, I'm so used to it nope. that I see it all the time. I love doing it." It was it was so funny because like it would be like uh, I ran with uh, shutters a lot, right? And we'd be like toward the front, and you'd be coming through, and we'd be watching you do it, and we're like, "Oh shit, that was close!" Like, like you kick someone in the face. We're just laughing like, like, oh my God, how is he doing that and not kill? How is he not killed somebody doing that? That We're is like, a great that's... move. If, if you know how to do it and you can get really close, like kick in the face, like people look at you like, what the, was that your fucking leg? Like, exactly. <laughs> Dude, it got great reaction. That's why we're just like, we're, we would sit back and just be like, oh God. Oh, <laughs> like, go by like, whoo. <laughs> there was only one time i don't even know if i should admit this but there was one time where i literally clipped somebody's pinky finger oh and i just gave him a token oh, yeah i gave him a token, a token. that's my yeah, favorite yeah, thing by yeah. the way if you see me uh please give me tokens i love them oh no for sure i got you i don't even i don't even care if i go in the bars i just want to collect them those things are so <laughs> fucking cool dude i i have so many still like i i had more but i don't know what happened to them I know yeah. I had I had like the because it was like second to last night. Dieterman gave me like a bag of them. I'm like, I'll take them. He's like, All right, here. Those are and so I just cool. never got around to giving them to everybody. I was so tempted for the car wash to bring them, <laughs> give them to people, but I was like, <laughs> No, that might actually get me in trouble. <laughs> you know what? It's funny you bring up that name, Dieterman, uh, because. Uh, every podcast, and he probably hates me by now, and I'm going to get him on the show again after all these come out, and, you know, he's probably going to talk shit, but, you know, I'm doing this because, uh, you know, I know he's watching every one of these podcasts with you guys on, <laughs> uh, for a fact. Scott, I know you're watching, uh, Rampage Freak, what would you like to say to Mr. Dieterman? Uh, what would you like to say, because you know he's watching? Man, I've, I've, I think I've said everything I've ever needed to say, but, like, for me, all I got to say is thank you for teaching me everything you taught me. Like, I, I'm originally evil taught me how to slide. It was evil and squeaks. Right. And evil cleaned me up mo even more after the first time I tried out for the team and didn't make it. Because uh, he taught me how to slide because we have very similar body types. He's a little shorter than me, but we're built the same. But when, when Scott came in, when Dieterman came in, like, if it wasn't for him, I would, I mean, I personally, I'm, the way my mind works, I'm just like, I don't think I'm as good as other people say I am. Right. Um, that's just how I always have been. Uh, but I know that I would not be as good as I know I am if it weren't for Scott. So I, I will always... Everything anybody ever learns from me, they should thank Scott for because it, if it weren't for him, that none of that would even be the case. Good old Dieterman, one of the OGs. What about you, Freak? What you got to say to Mr. Dieterman? 
aside from all, you know, the shit talking that he does, <laughs> um, generally, I got to give, you know, thanks to him for just all the character development. Like, Freak really wouldn't be Freak without him, you know? Like, yeah, I could perform, but I didn't know how to come up with my own character. And he pretty much helped me with that. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, man. Dieterman, uh, he's actually part of the reason why I think this uh, series of podcasts are happening. Him and Creep, uh, shout out to them. Really, uh, Dieterman introduced me to, to Creep. Creep introduced me to all of you and set all this up. So I owe them a lot for this. Uh, this is something that's been in the works for some time. And I'm glad we're finally doing it, especially during uh, – you know, times like these, we just want to. I'm trying to. My my goal is to try to deliver uh, some entertaining content for everyone, and I oh, think yeah. it's it's about time to to dive in into the Queen Mary side of things because I've uh, I've interviewed a lot from Knots, and I and I will continue to do so if they want to come on. Um, haven't dug into Horror Nights too much, but we'll see. Uh, did some Hayride, uh, but Queen Mary is something I've always wanted to dive into ever since i went in 2019 i was like i want to interview as many people as i can from queen mary uh and i'm glad i've gotten this opportunity to do so especially from the slider team um y'all don't know this man uh and if samuel was here he'd say it too you know a lot of people have heroes in this world you're the knights of horrors heroes because you guys go on every fucking year to bring the nightmares to life and it's because of of haunts like these we actually have the absolute pleasure to go out and cover them and and just it's not even a job for me it's a hobby i love going out to these fucking i can care if i get i don't care if i get a hundred thousand views or like one view i do it because i love fucking doing it it's just fun and that's how it would be yeah man like i i just love doing what i do because i have fun doing it i love interviewing people i love meeting people i love fucking i just love getting a camera and just filming shit it's fun so um, absolute thank you to all of you guys for just going out there and fucking, I'm going to say it, put your bodies on the line. Cause you, that's basically what you guys do every night, man. It's always a risk, but, um, you guys fucking go out there and put on one of the best goddamn shows in the fucking world. <laughs> thank you. Down. Um, I got to talk about one thing right here. Uh, it's going to be maybe a funny one, maybe a not. You ever had a break character? That's a fan question from Queen Mary Dark Harbor underscore Nameless. He asked, "Have you ever broken character during Haunt, and if so, why?" I, you know, I try not to, but there have been a few times. Um, at the Queen Mary, not so much. Right. Um, well, it usually, actually, the most it happened was in the maze, um, because of the fact that it was like when you're on streets it's like unless it's something major you just kind of let it go right and even the worst guess even the like unless they're like actually about to start a fight with you um which i've i've had to break character once for that while i've been on streets right but in in the maze it's like even then i try i try not to code gram like I always give people the benefit of the doubt right? because either they, sometimes they're just drunk and they don't realize they're doing something wrong. And I go, Hey, don't touch, don't touch us. They're, oh, sorry. By the way, and they stop. if you're going to be fucking drinking at these events, drink responsibly. Yes. That's a PSA from the Knights of Horror. And I mean, and the Cube if for nothing else, you don't want to get kicked out after spending like 
80 bucks on three drinks. Yeah. Yeah. And PSA from the Queen Mary, Dark Harbor Sliders, and the Knights of Horror. Drink responsibly. Don't be an asshole. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> people can do what they want, but especially at us, the, it just, it's not with how much the drink. I've seen the prices. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're paying like 13 to 15 bucks a drink. Oh, yeah. At the very lowest, you know? Oh, yeah. Depending on the drink. That's for a beer. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's just, don't, just, you're, you're literally just because you're not going to win. No. 90 no, nobody's gonna get fight get in a fight with you you're just gonna get security called and you're gonna get kicked out and it's gonna suck yep. it sucks for everybody it ruins everybody's night just just don't, don't do it <laughs> but yeah like that that's only the only time uh i actually had to diffuse a situation with this guy right here <laughs> me me uh, i don't know where on my screen it freaks down here but hey yeah me too uh, <laughs> it works out with uh it was uh who was it? it was uh it was you and um split that was it. oh yeah i was i was on the hill and i did not know what was going on it was i think just before a show or something yeah and i see him walking down the hill from the entrance split is starting to peel off into it and they're they're obviously heated and these guys are just like drunk like wannabe tough guys just like talking all the shit that they possibly can yeah and i'm just like i looked at him and i'm like freak go <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> he just went yeah. i was like shit. <laughs> now i gotta go get security <laughs> yeah. that was the, i think that was the only time this year i i one time, I, I've broken, half broken character for kids a couple of times. Right. When they're just, yeah. like, I have no problem. If you bring your kid, unless they're a literal baby in arms, to me, they are fair game. Yeah. Because you paid for their ticket. It's not my fault that you're a bad parent. <laughs> right. It, like, if they're not having a good time, that's not my problem. But they're are a few cases where i'm like oh like the parents aren't like laughing at them crying they're trying to console them because they may not have realized how intense it is I'm yeah because like, I, I get that there's some kids who want to go and then when they get there they're like oh this is not for me and the kid and the parents are like oh well, yeah they're not having a good time yeah and yeah. i mean that happened at the car wash too right um there were a couple of times where there was just a he was like three and just did not get it. Right. And like the parents were like kind of laughing, but obviously like trying to console them. And I'm like, I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not break character, but break what my character would normally do. Right. And I was like, I'm tried to make friends with them and then scare them. I, I, there was one, I literally, this, this happened at the car wash. I was like, Hey, watch you laugh at them as I scare them. And then I pulled the chainsaw and, the other ones screamed and then that kid started laughing and started enjoying himself. Right. Like I'll break character for that. And I, and I, you know what? You're not the first story I've heard of that, but I like it when I, when I hear stories like that, because like, oh, it, it's just, it's really cool to see, like, you know, you realize they're not having the best time. So you're going to try to make them remember and want to come back to have a good time. That, and that's exactly it. Like it's, it goes back to my whole, the show is the mo most important thing. Right. 
like there's been one time that I scared a kid and or I didn't scare a kid but I did not feel bad about them getting scared and I, I literally sick it was I, I'll, I'll wait to get into that one because that's one of my favorite stories but like 99% of the time it's like kids I'll half break right the only time I, I i can count on probably on both hands how many times i've broken character right at least at the queen yeah that's uh what about you freak you ever break broken character well one time cherry made an old lady pee on herself <laughs> <laughs> and uh I don't care how big and she tough not, and scary you are. I don't think she brought that up when I interviewed her. <laughs> she probably forgot. I just thought of it when you asked that question. I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, that <laughs> happened. Um, I was in character doing my thing. Um, where was I by? I was by B340. No, Feast. I was in that alley. Um, right. And Cherry comes running up to me going, freak, freak. This lady just peed on herself. And I'm like what like in character or whatever and we go see and she has this big puddle in her pants and i i had to turn around turned around put my hands in my face and i was crying like i was <laughs> crying laughing i take it back i did break that remind that reminds me of the one other time i broke character which was yeah. my first year on streets 2018 um one of one of our friends several of our friends uh bubbles from knots right. from a uh, boardwalk he was there with his girlfriend at the time and apparently like was it he he has a fear of like drag basically and it was the last night where we all do crazy shit so it was the night that rum spice came out <laughs> which was hilarious on its own but on there, I'm in, you know, full rampage mode and I'm messing with him anyways. Um, like I keep coming by. I come by to say hi. It's already a slow night. You know, November 2nd is always slow. Right. So, I, you know, I'm messing with him and like Sparrow comes up as rum spice and just starts not letting up. And he's like <laughs> curled up. And at the time, he, um, we have that one truck as part of the uh, scenery right. in the, the, that air general area, that main stage area. Yeah. Well, at that point it was next to where we were doing the shows. It was where it be like where Dieterman was controlling the audio and everything was right behind that. Right. So like we put our gear and stuff and the stands for limbo and everything back there. And Sparrow starts playing with his hair on the top of his head <laughs> and is like, just get like really quiet and like right up on him and i'm just like i'm internally dying but i'm still fully in character I'm, I'm like all right all right this is hilarious i'm just gonna remember this and then he very quietly he it was like he said something like don't worry mama's got you in his rum spice voice and steven <laughs> lost it and went just went from sitting on the ground to running in like a second and sparrow takes off and i died i uh, <laughs> like i'm on all fours at this point because i'm just right up next to him like i'm like two feet away from them 
and th that happens it takes off and i start like i'm wheezing and i'm like crawling on all fours around the back of the truck i'm like oh my god and like you miss and I'm like, you did you miss you miss these guys? And I'm like, oh shit, we got a show. Spare. Oh no. Oh man, dude, I, I love terrible. a good, I love a good like positive break story when you just can't oh, hold I, the laugh. Man, dude, I that was I I could not hold character after that. It wasn't like like any of the other like code greens and stuff. Like I could hold it like if I really wanted to. That one I I physically i had to crawl back i was like i can't i can't i can't that's hilarious man um you know i i, I throughout this this week i've been doing these podcasts i i think i've had honestly i could say a fucking great time talking with every one of you um it, it's great to hear uh another side of things that i normally didn't get to really experience till 2019 and it's been honestly just a fun time to explore the Queen Mary sliders, man. Like just to see who you guys are as people. I think a lot of people always forget that underneath the makeup and the masks and the costumes, you guys are people, you know? Um, and I think that's why I, I love doing this podcast, especially cause I, I can provide a platform for people, you know, who, who are like you, who want to come on and share these stories that you normally don't get to hear unless you like, you're just kind of doing a simple hangout. Um, yeah. I like doing this just to, just for people to hear, um, and hopefully it inspires someone who wants to really get into all of this to to come up with a, a cool character and just do this all. Just have a fun time doing it because that's all it is. Is this really in the end of the day? It's just having fun and getting paid to do it, you know. And yeah. it's it's just really fucking cool. Um, so I, I really thank you guys today for for coming on the show um, and sharing some insane stories. Cause I, I I've heard it all, uh, and I continue to be surprised when I hear more. <laughs> so, thank you guys so much for that. I appreciate it so uh, much. Pleasure, um, last two questions I'm gonna ask you for the night usually are sometimes the hardest ones. Uh, at least the very last question will be. So, let's see how you guys do. The first the first uh, question I'm gonna ask you guys: If you guys can work any haunt for a night, where would you guys work and why? You know, there's a there's a part of me that just because I know so many of the guys there and we bonded so so much uh, when we went to visit them in 2019, um, Six Flags, oh, nice. just like those guys are so cool. Like, yeah. it, it's hard because I know I have so many friends at Knotts, right? And growing up, I had a Knotts pass. So Calico was always a huge part of my life and a huge part of my childhood uh, for like, I think two or three years straight, like every summer we were there multiple times a week. So it's hard. Cause like, because of that, I, I, I think, I think it would be, uh... Oh man, that's a tough one. I've always wanted to be on ghost town streets. Like there's always like that part of me that I think a lot of, a lot of people who I talk to, that's like a dream right there to, to slide where everyone's been before, you know, like all the legends before them and everything. Yeah. And you know, it's like, I don't know. Like I think just because of how many people I know, it'll, it would probably shock a lot of people and probably not a lot of people would answer with it, but I do think it would be six flags just because, those guys are so underrated like yeah. 
criminally underrated. Yeah. They, you know, we sat there, we, we watched a few different of the, I mean, we didn't get the maze pass because of the fact that they do the maze pass separately. Right. Um, but just watching those guys work. And I know we were there on a special night because it was kind of like no holds barred because it was their last night. But I like just knowing how they are, like working with those guys for a full night would just be so much fun. Yeah. I, I think I think it very very narrowly edges out go like not specifically ghost town for yeah. me. I mean Dark Harbor or not Dark Harbor, um Six Flags is like one of the ones I've never been to, uh for, for their haunt. I think it's always just the, 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 the drive out there to Ventura. Um, that's always been my stop. Yeah. Like just yeah. don't want to drive two hours out to Ventura, but I, I, I will make it out there one of these days because I it's something I it's something new and I wanna just I wanna experience it. So it it is definitely worth it. Right. Definitely. Freak, what about you? If you can go anywhere for one night, where would you go? Um, well, if I had to choose something else besides Six Flags, because that's definitely my number one or number two choice, I would say Dark Horizon, our sister company. Oh. Um, you know, just Firstly, I would love to see what Freak would look like in, you know, that pirate aesthetic. Right. But also, you know, I just want to see how it is down there, you know, just in general. You know, be a part of their show, you know, jump over some people. Right. Scare some people down in Florida. Hell yeah. You were one of the first people that I've ever seen go to the East Coast, man. That's that's legit. Nice. I mean, you know, sliding, sliding is becoming a huge thing. Uh, The West Coast... You know the ones that started it all, and it and it's going. It's starting to go countrywide. I'm starting to hear places in like Chicago and like all these different states do it at their haunts. Okay. It made its way to Germany. Oh yeah, that yeah that. Uh, so yeah. it's starting to go worldwide now. Have you? I actually have you... heard that there was a um a group of performers in Japan that were sliding too. It was, it was uh, China. Oh, in China. And it's yeah. going to China, like. Come I, on! I've seen the video. It's insane. Like it, it started. It originated right here at Knott's Berry Farm, and it's made its way to freaking China, Germany, it, like East Coast, everywhere, man. Like people literally will look up these videos because they are wanting to know what this is, and they start using it in their own areas, which I think is amazing. Before we go to the next question, have, I just want to throw this little bit out there and give them a little bit of a plug, just because it's like. He does the most insane things. Have you seen a guy that goes by the name of Slider Jesus? No. Look, look him up. His his stuff is insane. Really? Like his gear looks so ridiculous and janky looking, but it works. And I'm always a huge proponent of that. That dude has the does all sorts of like he's the one with all the sparks. Like he's taking the sparks. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Like. This guy, look him up, Slider Jesus. He's on that YouTube guy, or Instagram or both? Uh, Instagram and TikTok. I th- okay. He might have YouTube, but those are the two that I follow him. Check on. him out on Instagram. He's crazy. Yeah. Always looking into that. Yeah, I may, I may, I may throw on some knee pads one of these days. We'll see. I mean, I, I broke an ankle a while back, so I'm just paranoid of little everything I've done. So. Oh yeah. But I, I may one day just be like, you know, fuck it. I only got so many years on this planet. Might as well try something. You know. Oh yeah. Um, last question, always the hardest one, but let's see if you guys 
if it's hard for you. Freak, you, you did mention you were a horror fan. Rampage, are you, you a pretty big horror fan too? Oh, yeah. What is your favorite horror film? See, this is hard for me because I like the whole series. I really, if I had to pick one, I wouldn't be able to, but I love Friday the 13th. Interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, there, there's like two or three that are real close to the top. Um, Friday the 13th, uh, very high for me. Um, I've always loved Jason and like just the shape the 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 same same with michael myers that just big intimidating doesn't say anything just does yep uh i've always loved leatherface is real close like they're like yeah neck and neck and neck um i think if i had to choose one though uh, out of anything uh the two that would be close would be probably texas chainsaw two and killer clowns but i i gotta no i think i just based on how much i've seen it now that i think about it i haven't watched it in so long which is why it slipped a little bit in my mind the original dawn of the dead hands down you you were piquing my interest there a little bit on killer clowns though man (laughs) that was close the the top three probably dawn of the dead killer clowns uh texas chainsaw 2 um, I love Killer Clowns. If it was horror comedy or comedy, like that one's that one's by far top. Have you have you seen the podcast where we've interviewed Grant Kramer and them? I have not. We I did. will go back and check it out. Grant Kramer, Michael Siegel, and John Masari, the composer. Dope. I'm trying to get them all eventually. We'll see. Fingers crossed. I need yeah. to get I need to get I'm... Suzanne Snyder and and the Kyoto Brothers, and I'm good. Yes. I'm super hyped that there's still talk about a sequel. Yeah, you know what? I, I I'm hearing two networks, either Netflix or Sci-Fi. So I'd be just I just want a sequel. Just give me a oh, sequel. Yeah. As want. long as it captures that same vibe, that not taking itself seriously, I'm all in. Yeah, that that's I I I, I weirdly want to see where the clowns come from. Yes. I want to see that That's planet. I want. I want to see more about the clowns. Yeah. Give me like a back. Give me like the whole movie could just be their planet. I would not be mad. Like yes. I just them just what they do and why they are the way they are. Like I would not be mad. But some good choices, man. Friday the 13th, uh, Jason, good shit. And the original yeah. Dawn of the Dead. That I, That is one I don't think I've ever heard on the channel. Yeah, actually, hold on. Jason and Texas Chainsaw. Uh, they're they're tied. tied. After you mentioned that, they're definitely tied. We yeah, so. I mean, both have some interesting timelines. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> Got well, they, I always like how much depth for how little they do at like outwardly. Right. How much depth they have for being so like stoic and just wow. monstrous. Right. But it's like that the Frankenstein effect. Yeah, and Jason. He's something, man. That guy is brutal. Leatherface, just a terrifying character. Yeah, and what's interesting about Leatherface is like, like, like you said, there's a bunch of layers. Like, if you think about it, he wouldn't be evil if he wasn't around that family. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just because he's like, he doesn't understand what he's doing is wrong. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. His head, he just thinks it's normal and right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. They do. Yeah, yeah. That's... yeah for- 
That's amazing, man. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, the Leatherface, I think, has always just been a terrifying character. Just the fact, and that's partially the reason probably why I'll never go to Texas, but, you know, I mean. Well, it's <laughs> I've been to the uh, gas station from the uh, the remake. Right. And it is in the middle of nowhere. It's a hotel now, right? Like, they turn it into, like, a full-on, like, little hotel. No, it, but it is, it's, it's a, well, the, the gas station from the remake is a restaurant now. Right. It's like a bar restaurant. Mm. They did t- they oh yeah, the the house from the original is a bed and breakfast. Oh, is it really? From the from the original original. That's dope. Yeah. I, I that that was one I didn't get to see. Um That's your wake up call is you just hear a chainsaw every morning. Right. <laughs> and so many uh things I would love to do if I won the lottery. Um first and foremost, <laughs> uh pay off everything <laughs> cuz I don't want to be in debt. Spare. Uh Yep. And I and I had promised uh, um, Cherry and Looney that I would get the uh, Queen Mary Dark Harbor sliders their own warehouse to slide in anytime they want. I'm down. <laughs> Beautiful, nice, slick floors, so smooth like butter. Hell yeah! Bring your friends, whoever you want to invite. It's yours. Man. You have it. Have fun. I'll just be over there in the corner filming it all. Okay. <laughs> um, That'd be amazing. Lots of content for all of us. There you go, right there. Yeah, put it on your Instagrams. Have fun. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show, man. It's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I don't know if any of you play Xbox, but I'm there if you want to ever hit me up. Some, oh, yeah. Some Warzone. You know, I'm oh, down. Because uh, I, I think I was talking to, to um, Mooch and Lone Star the, uh, the other night, and these guys always get in first place and playing fortunate son. You know, I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. They, man, they, they got so many wins. I'm like, I'm never, when I'm playing with them, we, we get like second or third at most. I'm just, I, I'm bad. I, I am always the person that I, I try my best, but I always end up being the first to die. And I, I feel bad about that. But so there's some and, days where I'm just in the game. and I'm like, let's fucking kill people. Oh yeah. There, there, I have my days where I, there was, it was like a couple weeks ago. I went like 20 something and like five and, in a match i'm like it's all downhill from here boys and then sure enough it's just like (laughs) you have your very like awesome matches and then after that it's just like fuck i'm playing like shit Uh, it's just like you you know you hit that peak and then you're just like it's not gonna go well from here yeah (laughs) i feel that um but uh, i want to just again give a special shout out to scott niederman and creep for putting all this together uh connecting everyone scheduling everyone very awesome of you guys for helping me out put this together. Get the word of the Queen Mary sliders out there because I think you guys need to be more known and more out there. Um, there's a lot of great sliding groups out there, but I don't think you guys get enough recognition, and you guys should. Um, they're a fucking <laughs> badass slider group. Yeah, I mean, just the slider show alone. When I went back to Dark Harbor, when I went to Dark Harbor for the first time, I was so shocked to see a slider show because I had missed that at Knott's that when I saw it at Queen Mary, I was like, it, it's back. Like, it, they actually do this here. Um, so that was awesome, and I can't wait. Hopefully, we get back Queen Mary soon. Hopefully, yeah. want to see everyone there. want to see everyone. I can guarantee you everyone will probably be at like 150% at that opening night because it's been oh. a full year oh. after. Uh, yeah. So. Tonight. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm fucking ready, man. I just, I wish, I, I want everything to get better, and it's going to get better. We're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's a promise. Hell yeah. Um, but thank you guys so much. I hope you guys, uh, everyone who watched, enjoyed this, another episode of the podcast. We have one more 
podcast with the Queen Mary Dark Harbor Sliders, and that concludes the takeover. It's almost like NXT takeover, but it's Queen Mary right. Dark Harbor <laughs> Sliders takeover. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so we have one more, and that's it. And uh, uh, this won't be the last time you probably see him on the channel. You'll probably see him way more because I had made a promise after this things get better, everyone's getting together in person, even with, with Dieterman himself. We're going to do another podcast, everyone together, whether it's freaking 45 minutes or three hours and 45 minutes. It's going to be a great podcast. <laughs> I can promise that. I'm oh, super yeah. down. Yeah, man. So get, get some booze in everyone and we'll be good. Um <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, uh, I'm your host, Anthony, Mindless Horror Podcast, The Knights of Horror. Uh, thank you for watching. If you guys are new to the channel, subscribe. Hit that bell notification. Be aware every time I put up a new video. Hit that like and leave these boys some comments. Show your love. Before we go, do you guys have any social media you guys want to plug in? Uh, I got uh, QM Sliders underscore Rampage on Instagram. Uh, I think it's Rampage QMS on uh youtube that's uh that's pretty much it i got a oh and um i think it's under the same man i think it's qm sliders rampage on facebook if you look up rampage it should come up there it is what about you freak well i have qmdh freak that is my character page i post a lot of cool pictures of me you know performing or you know cool character pictures i post a lot of uh cryptic you know story related things on my story and personally i have j credible hulk that is my fitness, acting, and stunt page. If you guys want to follow, that's jcredible.hulk2 underscores. Yeah. Nice. I see you're a big Hulk fan, huh? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, I got it is. Hulk collection past the camera. Damn, yeah. dude. Uh, hey, Marvel brother. fan. Oh, little, yeah. Mad to talk a little bit about WandaVision after this if you've been watching it. Oh, I believe man. I got two episodes to watch. <laughs> Episode four so. is a freaking banger, I'll tell you that. Well, I know by, I'm the this, by the time this podcast is out, I think the show will be over. So <laughs> it's gonna be some time before this comes out, and the show will already be over. So um, where we were talking about episode four, and the show's already over, I'd be like, "Oh, you guys didn't." <laughs> Wasn't the finale. ending crazy? What? <laughs> episode, the season finale? Dude, that shit was dope, dude. Whoa. I cannot wait for phase four. <laughs> um, go follow them on their social medias. Check them out. Show the love and support. Tell them your boy Knights of Horse sent you. With that being said, we will see you guys next week for the final episode of the Queen Mary Dark Harbor Sliders Takeover. I'll see you guys real soon.